Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Charlene. And I'm Derek. Uh, I couldn't go first because that's always Kay's position. So I need that feminine <laughs> energy to start it. off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know my place. Okay, Charlene, in this room, in this office. I got promoted I really fast around here. <laughs> it's a low bar for us here. <laughs> um, happy Thanksgiving. You too. Okay, you can't say <laughs> that. <laughs> I said it very. <laughs> Considering what we were just talking about before, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, because the office, I'm told, is very empty today. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those, I, I'm, it's, it's really unfortunate to announce to those who don't know Charlene, she is Canadian. <laughs> and so I How never think about you? this. Growing up in like the Midwest, there's, it's all, everyone's just from Iowa. Yeah. So like the idea that there was a Canadian Thanksgiving and an American Thanksgiving like, that's just not. So I hate to burst your bubble, Derek, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that Canadian Thanksgiving was first. Really? Yeah, it existed first. Okay. Yeah. Everybody that's fact, the first recorded. Fact check Charlene and just <laughs> go and flood her the Instagram and tell I her know. how wrong she is or right. I the guess. only reason I know this is because I did a post for Canadian Thanksgiving in October when Thanksgiving should be. Because ah. who wants <laughs> two major holidays right next to each other? I will say it's like starting to get cold now uh-huh. I, but i you know about halloween a lot of people celebrate halloween really crazy yes yeah but i mean i just feel like it's we you have christmas and thanksgiving they're so close together it's just like it's too much too much holidays it is a lot and the whole like everyone just sort of shuts down after thanksgiving and uh. i think it's designed though to <laughs> yeah just the senioritis to the year every single year yes but so i did this can this post for canadian thanksgiving and i did a lot of research <laughs> <laughs> it's really embarrassing to say out loud. I'm zero percent surprised that you did research on well, this. Well, I just thought I was like, I was like, I'll, I'll share some facts, and then I realized that I knew almost no facts. <laughs> so I like went down a rabbit hole of googling it, and then discovered mm-hmm. by chance on Wikipedia the <laughs> most reliable I source. Infor- ever. I didn't even put that on Instagram. I filed that information away for this moment, just Derek. for this podcast. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, Kay is out, as you can tell. But Charlene, one of my best bachelor friends, is here to just Aww. talk about some of the latest things that have been going on. And then I'm going to actually interview you about a lot of the things that we never actually talk about. Because it's so funny. I feel like Charlene and I just normally talk about normal life. Yeah. We, we've really like never gone down the, the bachelor discussion. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually going to be very first time fresh interview hard-hitting questions yeah <laughs> um charlene introduce yourself and a little bit why people might know you oh okay why they should um know you. my the way i i have gathered i am known is for being the opera singer That's on true. the bachelor because there weren't there's only one other on Juan Pablo season, yes from Juan Pablo season but even if i just say opera singer like mm-hmm. they're, they're that's more memorable to them then then they're like wait which bachelor you know, was it? Was there? And then I say Juan Pablo, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly." <laughs> was it? Was there? A, was it a guy that was an opera singer? Yes, the reason, season I'm... after mine was Andy's season. Bradley something. Bradley something. Bradley, Bradley something. S. Apparently, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He sang all the time, and yeah, I went hard on him in my recaps. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I w- as. As you should in that case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like anytime somebody sings, they get it good because there's like not a... You're asking for it. You've got like crappy mics and it's not... Unless you're perfect, mm-hmm. everybody is going to judge the crap yeah, out of you. Yeah, even if you sing amazingly, it's right. still, you know, all wrong reasons Of course. Yeah. So yeah, opera singer and also... I, it's not that crazy anymore, but... At the time, it was deemed fairly crazy. I was the one that left. Yes, I, we're going to get into that. Okay, I definitely think that's unique, and I don't. I think that's kind of changed. Definitely, but yeah, we'll get there. Good intro, that's Charlene. <laughs> everybody, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of tangents today, Derek. <laughs> of course, that's how this. That's how this podcast is. So we don't. We're not like here's our structure. We're going to go one thing after another. Feel free. This is just like you and I talking, just like normal. Okay. We're just we're at a bar right now, not in a room full of pink. And memes. Paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Bachelor T, what's been going on? So uh, we were just talking earlier about Hannah winning Dancing with the Stars. Yay. Which is amazing. Yes. Um, I've never really watched Dancing with the Stars before. <laughs> I, right before we started, I wasn't sure if you are going to admit that, because right before we started recording, I was like, <laughs> I have not seen a single <laughs> of this season. I watched Nick when he was you on You did it. watch yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're really good friends with Nick. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it's not, it's just a lot of, 
it's a lot of you know a lot of commitment it is and i like i've just never been really passionate about dancing i guess because like it's sort of tangential to performance yeah, is that am i allowed to say that like no, the season ahead. lost me because of sean spicer oh Yes. Yeah. I, same, actually. Yeah. I was even I, like, considering... didn't want to support it, like, mm -hmm. actively for that reason. Same thing. That was okay. early on. I, I was like, maybe this will be the season. And then knowing that he was on it, it's like that whole same, different side And, like, promoting himself. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was... I mean, it was embarrassing if I... From the little clips I've seen it of was, himself. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, like... That made me really uncomfortable, too. And I was like, nope, not going to do it. Yeah, Sorry. I just didn't want to give them that one extra view mm -hmm. because of him alone. Sorry, Hannah. Your vote Hannah. counts. <laughs> <laughs> Every Everyone <counts>. matters. <laughs> but congratulations to Hannah. I, I don't know how much you've seen of the clips, but um, have you seen any of the talk about her? Uh, dance partner and she maybe like no, but doesn't this happen bit? every season? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Did I, I just get to the heart of it? <laughs> yeah. So I, I I feel like this is that is also just like a performance thing. Like when you're when people are putting on a good show, it's like I don't know if you've ever seen Kay hates Friends, so we don't ever get to talk about okay. it. Okay. But when uh, Chandler is like uh, worried about the girl that, he, or I'm sorry, yeah, Chandler's worried about the girl that he's dating uh, cheating on him. Okay. And then they say, no, when there's sexual tension, that's when it's actually not, hasn't happened yet. Like they haven't broken it. Okay. And I think that's like what's going on here. Okay. Um, you're a performer. Is that like something it's that. It's totally a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he Thank you so, for validating. He just, I, he I just set, like pushed I, the table I away set, with satisfaction, by the way. <laughs> he fully pushed it back and his chair went back. Um, I no, spent totally. a minute setting it up just so I could get a yes from you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of, of course, like in operas, I'll have like romantic interests. Exactly. And right. When that guy is like relatively good looking and very good singer, that's very important. Mm. Talent crush is a real thing. And and they're straight. <laughs> <laughs> important factor, true. Yeah. Um, then, you know, it just sort of, you just like develop this sort of mutual like stage romance crush on each other. It just sort of happens. And Andy knows about it. He thinks it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think 75% of the operas he sees me and I like kiss someone else on stage and he's uh -huh. like, he's, you know, and he'll be like, oh, you had more chemistry with this one than the <laughs> last one. <laughs> Not weird at all. <laughs> no, that's funny. I've heard the same kind of conversation with Wells and Sarah because like she's, you know, totally an actress and yeah. he actually has to watch that, you know, yeah. the same exact way. Yeah. Um, and not on a stage. Like I can see that being far more like, real seeming. Because it's right up in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in general, I feel like if you have trust in your relationship and your relationship's good, it's just sort of like a fun, you know, mm -hmm. little temporary adventure. Because then, you know, the opera wraps and I go back home and, you know. <laughs> so, so, all right. Showmance. Is that why so many people break up after getting engaged on The Bachelor and Bachelorette? Oh, that's different. We both know that's a different conversation. Okay. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's just like that's the whole like manipulation bubble. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the biggest factor to why people feel so in love then on the show? I think a huge part of it, part of it is the tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no distractions. There's no distractions. Yeah. yeah. And you're talking about it 24-7. And there's also the sense of competition and the sense of like, I really strongly believe that when you feel flattered and like you, when you advance in that situation among so many other people who are so intimidating in various ways. Totally. Usually for being beautiful <laughs> like you're you and there's li but there's literally like every type of personality and yes. person yeah yeah and and everyone fits a certain physical profile that you you know feel flattered to be among mm -hmm. and then when you in that setting like advance that there's no way that doesn't make you feel really good about yourself and then i do feel like there's some projection of like you know putting that on the person who who like did advance you. Does that make any sense? No, I totally I know what you mean. That was I not agree. very eloquent. I was, just letting you I was just letting you talk. Um, <laughs> I think that the distraction thing is number one, and there's like ways that that can be really powerful and positive. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I've always leaned into as in like going back, why I've said, okay, I distract myself all the time, especially like living in New York City. There's endless things that you can constantly be like no there's this other thing this other thing and not like really focus on a relationship starting a new one is not always easy mm -hmm. 
if you get in that habit of distracting yourself. Yeah. And so that that has been my, I guess, reason in the first place and then thereafter for believing in it. Uh-huh. And then I guess I've been proven wrong three times. Maybe I should <laughs> stop thinking that I believe in it, but I still do. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet, Derek. Thanks, Charlene. <laughs> that's why America loves you so much. No, just... Just, Hopeless uh, romantic. I guess so. Wait, is this like a, a hint that you might go back for more? <laughs> Are we hearing it here first? I always said no, that I never would. That um, at this yeah, point, like it starts to that, become a bad joke. And you know, fair. You don't want to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Nick got. Although it worked out for him, it did. Yeah. In different ways. Yes, but the persistence did pay off. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like, oh, I. I'm just putting it on the record right now. I truly believe Derek should have been Bachelor. So flattered. And I just, you know, who knows? Maybe <laughs> next time is the charm. I don't know, though, because like the, I think the, the biggest reason there was a push for me was because Tyler, who we'll talk about next, mm-hmm. um, was at that point in time with Gigi Hadid. And so people were like, that was their, the whole world had the biggest crush on that guy. Yes. And even I do after yeah. having met him oh. <laughs> um <laughs> he's just like very interested in in you it's one of those engaging people that yeah, is actually like tom cruise yes that's a good comparison <laughs> eye actually contact, apparently. The tall tall tom cruise <laughs> yeah tall, tall way better looking tom. non-scientology believing tom <laughs> that's an important factor i guess um okay so tyler back to tyler he was seen hanging out with the kardashian crew okay um this last week at a few different athletic events and is now with, I think, I don't even, I'm, I'm so bad at this. The Betches <laughs> people are going to hate me. I actually took a picture of one of the articles so I could just read it so that I wouldn't <laughs> screw this up because I forget who Kendall is, who Kylie is. Like, I don't remember. I got to say, I'm not, I know who those two are, but mm-hmm. I'm not great beyond that. I think. So I, I confess when you told me about like how we would talk about tea and I, uh-huh. I felt underqualified. So you went in t- Wait, so on the subway over here, I Googled Tyler C. <laughs> Literally just Tyler C. Nothing else. And you saw the article. And well, it something about Stassi came up, but then I, I don't know who Stassi is. I don't know either. So this is supposedly <laughs> Kylie Jenner's new BFF who... <laughs> new BFF. Yes, because of the whole uh, Jordan, I don't remember her last name either. Kay would be so mad right now. <laughs> she, would, she would rip through this in, it's in really two seconds. It's really the blind leading the blind really right is. now. <laughs> but remember uh, when uh, Kylie's friend was the one who cheated on... Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, let me just read it. But so she and Tyler were spotted um, at a Clippers game, and then they were at a Rams versus Ravens game Monday night. Wait, which girl is this? This is Stassi. Stassi, okay, Mm -hmm. Stassi. Or Stassi, I don't really know. Um, And they were joined by Kendall Jenner and Dylan and Peter. So Peter was there. All right. Our bachelor himself. I'm not really sure how his maybe... um, Well, he shouldn't be wrapped yet. Right? Or is he? has he just wrapped? Somewhere? He's got to be wrapped now. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's... <laughs> go think what you think. I, I don't think... One of the things that like I've noticed about some of these Tyler stories, though, is that people have gone on gone in really hard on him. And I, it's, I, think, it's, I think it's a little bit unfair. That, I don't know why anyone would do that. Right. He's... I think it's because we tend to... I think we tend to be harder on the guys after the fact about who Definitely. they're with that's not the bachelorette oh my god if a girl in his position who's runner up and had their heart broken the way he had started you know even yes. rumored to be dating someone who's as famous as Gigi Hadid everyone be like go for a girl get it like it, absolutely for her but in this case everybody is just like he needs to be with Hannah he needs to be with Hannah oh. he needs to be with Hannah and here then they're supporting Hannah and Alan on Dancing with the Stars together so they just like, want Hannah to date someone exactly <laughs> I don't think I like I think it's love Tyler I don't think any he deserves any of the backlash for dating people and yeah. meeting meeting individuals and like, how can you blame him are you telling me if you were in his shoes you would do any different come on exactly that bugs me. and that's the empathy thing that I think like goes along with the show a little bit because like of course there's great and positive things that go along with um being in like the public eye but I think there's like a almost you have to be perfect or you're bad kind of thing yes do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, because he was so perfect for so long yeah. People want to find, they're something. trying to find something wrong to like complain about because they love a takedown story. 
I also think this is worse when it comes to reality TV people because, you know, fans really feel like they know someone because they're not playing a role. And mm-hmm. therefore, they feel entitled to have opinions about them as people and the choices they make in their personal lives, even though they got to see them and got to know them in this very controlled, non-realistic environment. Right. I just feel like if Tyler C. had an equal amount of fame from being on some, I don't know, TV show. Totally. It wouldn't be surprising at all. No one would have an issue with it. I've, I've actually said this about John Mayer before to people. Like, John Mayer is an asshole and great musician. But oh, like, I, because of that, we embrace him. We're like, oh my God, he's doing this. He's so, he's okay, so funny. So I've met, I sat next to John Mayer at a, at a film premiere and he is not an asshole. I'm just going on the record. No, but they've said like that, that's that about how he's treated women, women before. Okay, like dating. But he okay. gets endless breaks is what I'm saying because he's like a musician. We're like, oh, that's just a part of who he is and how he is. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I've heard he's very nice in person too. Yeah, like talking about like being focused on someone asking questions and things. I was like, I cannot believe John Mayer is asking questions. about. Also, when I met him, he said opera singer. Oh, no way. Because he's a Bachelor fan. And I died. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Last thing. Pilot P promo. Yes. We're really trying. (laughs) I think we're really trying to sex Pilot Pete up a lot. Uh, Yeah. And it's kind of funny because they have like this. (laughs) <laughs> like Top Gun music and then his voice comes on and he's like hi I'm Pete <laughs> and he's just like so nervous I don't know I'm I'm a little bit worried about like I feel like Colton owned the bachelor role more than I was ready for um, because he was so quiet and like going comparing bachelorette seasons to being the bachelor um, just like one apples to apples you know I think Colton really like took it on and he was even though the we focused on obviously his virginity only. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of had like a little bit of a presence. I'm worried about Pete not being able to do that. What do you I, think? Uh, I, I'm going to kind of watch what I say. I'll put it this way: Colton's season was not a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. I beg to differ on the you presence. You have to watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, you know, anyone who read my recaps, I just find like Colton didn't really have much of a pre- presence. He was kind really? of a bit of a wet blanket to me. But I have a like. A universally unpopular opinion when it comes to this stuff. I loved Ari's season. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have Why? weird, I guess, apparently have weird taste. Yeah, I just... Ugh. Okay, then you're going to love this season because they're going to just talk about how he's a pilot all the time, which is Ari's no, identity not. was being a race car driver. Uh, I, I feel like, Peter, there is a swag to him that I have heard about and that I can sort of see mm-hmm. that I think will be make for us like surprisingly good lead, even though I wasn't. I really hope so. Really rooting for him. I was rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, I was rooting for Tyler C. Like every other person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I will see. I, I personally think it's not going to be that bad. Sorry to disagree with you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That's fine. That's <laughs> My what... Canadian is coming out. I'm apologizing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, we, we disagree all the time on the show, so that's not, yeah, we're that's not true. here to we just, do. uh, what I love is that we can agree to disagree because mm. a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. That's, that's actually, honestly, that you think the part of why we're, uh, we've become like friends so easily. Yeah. Cause both of us are opinion, opinionated people, but we can also be like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. You think that. And then you move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It bugs me when people can't do that. Okay. So let's go and, um, <laughs> clear our throats. Yes. Cover. A little bit more about that's all the tea we have. There's really not anything <laughs> so else. So we were really bad that. at the tea. No, that was almost twenty minutes. Well, we didn't know who any of the people. Were. I think that's relatable, right, guys? <laughs> we are relatable today. I guess without so. Kay to guide me through my pop culture. <laughs> I think it's interesting that Kay is so like knows that so well, but hates Friends. She hates Friends. I don't know. I think it's just because like that's the office and that's all they do all day long is, you know, pop culture, this pop okay. culture. That. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I know friends that well, but I do. Not all they do. For sorry. me, I'm the person that quotes sex in the city, not friends. Mm. But I, I don't, th- I feel like friends when I, you know, when it's on, I'm okay, like, oh boomer. yeah, it had its moments. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said, okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so Charlene, the interview section I have dubbed, it's, we're going to call Are it. Are you interviewing me? Oh, this is, <laughs> this yes. is hilarious. Kind of. This is just us talking. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I get them, you guys. Mm. This is just us talking. Feel free <laughs> to say whatever you want. <laughs> okay, Charlene, welcome to But Like, Who Even Are You? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bachelor Beginnings, um, Juan Pablo was your bachelor. And I think that there's like a little bit of an interesting story behind him even becoming the bachelor because there wasn't really like a lot of momentum or call for him because he was he was like sixth or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and also the language barrier to me is a little bit of a different thing than we've had in any other case, you know. Yeah. Of course, like, yes, he is a white man, but he is certainly from like South America. He's not, you know, your typical bachelor. And how do you think that impacted how like people saw him? Um, well, I, or do you think it did? Yeah, I definitely do think it did. And I do think when I agree with you on the momentum thing, but I do think the call for him was totally different. I mean, he was truly cast by the fans. Like fans were just obsessed with him. Really? Even though he had little to no airtime, he didn't make it to hometowns. He was um, a very handsome guy. Yeah. Uh, it was just so insane. You know, people really loved his, you know, accent and he was this former pro athlete. And I don't know, the fans just lost it over them, over him the way they did, you know, grocery store Joe's a great example. Mm. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And so like, that's the reason he was cast is not because again, like the momentum or airtime or any of that. But I do feel like the very thing that, you know, attracted people to him, meaning his sort of like mystery and his accent and stuff um, ended up you know, people sort of turned on him over it. They were, you know, frustrated that he couldn't articulate himself in a way that they would want. But at the same time, like, I certainly couldn't have done as well as he did in my second language. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little sensitive to that because my mother is ESL. Like, she English Mm -hmm. is her second language. And I don't know. I just think it's very impressive to, you know, Mm -hmm. have a conversation in a second language, let alone lead a show. So, yeah, I think he got a lot of flack for, you know, being dumb or inarticulate, but I like, think the athlete, on. I think the athlete thing allows for that to be like a conversation topic, too. You know what Definitely. I mean? Definitely. Because we just like put people in a box like that. I, I have I have a similar, you know, my mom's from Brazil and mm-hmm. my she she moved here early enough that this is her first language in essence, really, truthfully, even though it was second. Um, and but then my grandmother, like growing up and being around her and realizing how she stumbled through things. But it didn't mean that she was dumb it just meant that she struggled to find the word right yes and thinking about like emotional conversations are really i think hard to have with people when it's your first language let alone when you're trying to find the word at the same time have a connection with somebody and speak to them yeah and you have to sort of like not be a perfectionist which is really hard when i lived in germany and like it would be it would kill me because i'm a real word person like i like to have the right word for the right for what i mean like Mm -hmm. not an approximate word you are a word person yeah and so it really like it i had a really hard time just letting that go and using a word that would just suffice Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean suffice suffice good word just (laughs) now just saying (laughs) but you know what i mean like so i can see how there's just a constant inner battle of like, like you said, trying to express yourself, which is hard enough in your native tongue. Totally. And then having to just let that go constantly. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about your feelings all the time as the lead. And you have to accept that like, okay, well, that's just going to air. And yes. I don't get to rewind oh. and change that word. Yeah, and I have no say in mm-hmm. it being included or not. I can't imagine. It, it's it's like on meth when you have, you come up with like a good comeback or something later on. <laughs> but it's just like the normal conversations that you're having constantly because it's on air. Oh man, that would be like super hard. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I I have a soft spot for Juan Pablo. Yeah. I don't follow up. I just want to go on a different tangent. Okay. (laughs) Follow up to that. What's a word or words you use all the time that are unnecessarily large. I'll give my, I was just thinking of it when you said I use the word confluence all the time and I don't (laughs) think people, a lot of people like catch it. They just, they just like, but I do see people be like, Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> you see like a, a flash of yeah. irritation. Yeah. They're it. like, really? You're going to use that word? Oh, I don't know if I can think of this on the spot. Mm. If it comes to me. Come, come back later. I'll circle back to it. Yeah. It's not about just largeness of the word. It's more just like, you don't. Specific. Uh, yes. Like, the the specificity. Of I the know. Word. I almost went there with that and then I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, we're so annoying. <laughs> But the words matter. That's that's the conclusion. I agree. Segment, and I think that's what people would say um, about Juan Pablo if they really like took a took a step back and looked at his season. I've I've always like had a little bit of um, 
I, I don't like how much Bachelor Nation as a whole hates on him. Mm-hmm. Like, they still continue to do it. Oh, better than Juan Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, was he really that bad? I, I, definitely, he wasn't perfect. But, like, again, back to that, not not perfect isn't bad. Like, not he, perfect. It's kind of weird that he became the, like, villain, villain. Yes. And he was the lead. And also, can I just say, it was really... Okay, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this about my own season, but I think it was a very entertaining season. Mm-hmm. I've had people say that it was their favorite because it was such... A dumpster fire. I have totally wanted, I have wanted like different personalities for the lead for since we started saying the show. Every time I'm like, I don't want the perfect person. Yeah. It's always the person who's perfect, who has no, like, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. 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 I want I somebody who's willing to just like be themselves and, um, and like roll with that versus. Also, maybe you should like Ari's season more. <laughs> okay. But he's just, I thought, I thought Ari was so uncomfortable. That's yeah, my but that's thing. Still, I kind of like I I find that endearing because it makes him more relatable, more natural. Yes, for like like two anyone episodes. who's too comfortable, I'm like, uh. really? Yeah, mm. like too. I find that a little. That's what I like about watching Nick is like there is an element to Nick that is like mm-hmm. not he's you can see him thinking about the situation he's in. Oh, totally. Nick's the biggest overthinker. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Selling a little or a lot (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business what I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level I know we use Shopify here at Betches and honestly anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Let's talk about how you got on the show. What, what do you think was like the secret sauce that got you into that like that, top little Is that segment? how we would? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess because people want to get on the show. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Like, I get emails all the time. Like, I'm going to this casting call. I'm submitting yep. this thing. Like, do you have any tips? And do you I'm ever like, answer? Um, I have. Yeah. Not all of them, but it's kind of like so much of it is not in your control. And totally. I remember on my season, like, while we were filming, Louie, one of the producers, talking about, we were like, so how many applications do you get? Mm-hmm. Like, like, are we talking like 100,000, 200,000? And then he was talking about how right off the bat, like 
sixty percent of them are like thrown aside because of looks alone. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's very okay. You know, is there something wrong with that? I'm torn because I am too. Yeah, because on one end, people want to watch beautiful people on TV. That's just the bottom line. Like, mm-hmm. would people be as inclined to watch The Bachelor? If everyone was just like, I don't know, a normal Joe. So I've thought about this before. Like if that's the first thing that the first filter that in a lot of cases, uh, this allows us to even like get to know people. Right. Mm-hmm. It really is. But that's like first impression. Meeting somebody the very first time. How do I feel about them? And I don't think it's I think like we can say looks, but I think that presence also has a lot to do with Definitely. that. Um, and and like those two things together are that instant yes or no Mm -hmm. and they have to go through so many people that like you know that's the same thing we do in the dating world and it's almost like the casting people are like dating a hundred thousand people (laughs) when you think about it absolutely yeah they're interviewing you in that way with that lens yeah like would i want to date this person yeah Yeah. definitely so beyond that so so how did it happen about you I i mean i don't know what it was about me i um I went to an open casting call. You did, okay. Yes. Uh, That was in New York, right? Yeah, Yeah. at the ABC building. It's across the street from Lincoln Center. And I was about to have dinner at the restaurant like two doors down. And I went an Mm. hour early and I was like, I'm gonna gonna do this crazy thing. I was newly single and like, it was like a crazy thing. How new? Um, Like, honestly, like a month. Okay. And it- That's new. Oh yeah, very new. And I was kind of like, I- I don't know. I was I was having a real YOLO <laughs> moment in my life. I wasn't really happy living living in Germany and just and I was newly single. I'm like, what you know? Wait, but why were you in New York if you're living? in Oh, Germany? Uh, my voice teacher was in New York, so I would come back all the time for lessons. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. It is. <laughs> People spend a lot of money on voice lessons. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> in this business, um, so yeah, I went to the open casting call, and I don't. Did you did you submit? Oh, you were submitted mm-hmm. by your sister. My sister. Yep. Uh, yeah, I went without any paperwork or anything filled out. I just filled it out there, and it was very intimidating because all the girls are very, you know, done up, very pretty, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of them. That's what I mean about the sixty percent thing. Like, I don't think like everyone is attractive that goes to this stuff. It's not when I've like when they we, they did end up. I didn't end up going to a pseudo casting call. It was like whatever, kind of like the next level thing because I don't know. That's I said no to the first the thing. They, one. Okay. they tried to get me oh, to come to those. You, you, you played hard to <laughs> yeah. get. Un- that, that was Uninten- unintentionally. Sauce. Unintentionally. <laughs> I know mine. Yeah, I, I, mine is that I didn't care. Yeah. And they were like, "Okay, then we think you'll be comfortable." And then I got on the show and I was like, "I'm not comfortable." <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think going there and seeing the people i was like okay well i'm not going to be on the show and that i think again it was like i was just immediately instead of being worried for me because i didn't want it or need it Mm -hmm. it was it just made me even more relaxed and comfortable like it was as if i was feeling having having nothing to lose yeah Yeah. exactly good way to go yeah good words no (laughs) oh i thank you uh no i totally know what you mean i also think that they're interest in you actively like you know making you feel desired like in terms of being on the show can also affect you know if they were equally um apathetic to you coming on the show you'd be like okay i'm not gonna bother but Mm -hmm. the fact that they're like we see something in you like for me at that open casting call like Lacey, like the head of casting like gave me a packet she's like this means you're in the next round here's my here's my card with my cell number you know call me anytime with any question like I would be lying if I said I wasn't flattered by that in this room. Do you think, but do you think that that was because they just knew for some reason with you? Or do you think that's because they were trying to flat? Like, was that a part of the, um, of the no, I actually, slow drip of flattery <laughs> and, and manipulation? Yeah. Um, I think that it was authentic because everything they said was true. Like I was able to call her on her cell phone and I did feel like they weren't doing it for everyone. Like I felt like they had a marker on me. Like when I got to the video part, there's all these like different stations at an open casting call. And at the end, there's this video part where you do like a five minute on camera ITM style thing. And ITM, of course, standing for (laughs) in in the the moment, moment, which I'm sure Bachelor listeners they know. do <laughs> and when i arrived to that station like a producer came and told the producer who was about to interview me like oh like 
hold her when she's done. Lacey ah. wants to talk to her. So that kind of thing. And so I think it's both. Like, yes, I think it was authentic and they, they wanted to make me feel wanted. Mm-hmm. But it it also worked to their advantage because I was absolutely like, you know, wooed by it, if you will. How do you feel about... <laughs> How do you feel about like the manipulation that a lot of people talk about? Because I've actually always been the one to be really hard on those who um, consider themselves like the villain or get considered the villain. Yeah. But I say that with like the one soft spot to me there is what we already talked about that like black or white, you're either perfect or you're not. Mm -hmm. And so there's some seasons where I'm like, no, that's absolutely like a bad person, like Chad on my season, (laughs) right? And where they like, I know what the real show was like and he was actually worse they toned him down wow. to leave that era of question of okay. like okay but is he actually this bad yeah like they got rid of stuff they where incorporated he was, his mother's recent passing i think which sort of, was a valid portion but yeah. it still doesn't like forgive it, it gave him yeah it complicated uh, him a bit true yes. good word <laughs> that, that's not that crazy a word. I'm gonna keep. I'm not saying thank I'm you. Gonna to that keep one. Saying that, I'm gonna keep saying that. <laughs> Only when it deserves. This is it. A recall to that <laughs> point every single time. Um, but then there's also cases where there's other people who like. I mean, back to Juan Pablo. I don't think he did anything overtly that made him like a terrible guy. Mm-hmm. But because there wasn't like a clear, um, a clear bad person, they. It was it was all that people could hold on uh, to. It, it they like will, want the so ha- having having been there. Yeah. <laughs> this I, is what I I'm, I, I want to know what you no because I it's felt, interesting but. hearing from you about Chad because you know you would have to be there to know that for Juan Pablo I definitely think that had production not turned on him there was a turning point had they not done that it would have we would have had a different villain or two mm-hmm. for sure without question i just feel like he they gave he gave them enough to work with and they mm-hmm. just disliked him enough that it sort of worked i don't know all i'm saying is that i think that it would not he wrote his own story almost. yeah 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 anyway i i like one Pablo. he texted me the other day did he he saw the Pavarotti documentary and texted me that's ah. right yeah i have nothing bad to say about him <laughs> I was waiting for more. <laughs> <laughs> All you got was a <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I mean that's I I get that and I think that makes sense. I think um you were uh, enough like closely emotionally invested with him too to to like care about who he was but not so much to feel like hurt about where you cuz you left on your own. Yeah, but I do feel like this again if to tie back to what we were going to get to which how like which how that made no sense. But like if today <laughs> would I have left on my own? That's yeah. a very good question. Right. And a question I've asked myself, obviously. Um, yeah. Well, do you want the answer to that question? I do want the answer, yes. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't know because in that moment, like I felt like I couldn't take it for mm-hmm. another second. You know, there was nothing to gain by staying there. I was just going to start faking it and acting and pretending to my parents on a, on a hometown date that I saw this guy as someone I, I could marry. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're starting to go like batshit. Yeah. Like, I was there. I, yeah, I bawled my eyes you out. Know, in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> back of the- and I never, like, apparently, you know, when they finally let the air out is when you do get to hometowns because you no longer have to live with everyone else. And that's when you just sort of decompress. Right. But I never made it to that point. So I cannot speak to. Well, you didn't, but he said he was going to. Yeah, but, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that would have made it better i don't know that's what producers told me they're like it gets better it gets better like mm-hmm. you can you can make it like hold out like that kind of thing but i don't know if in the back of my mind i knew that sticking around for one more week meant my instagram following would right mm-hmm. you know be at three hundred thousand instead of one hundred thousand, and then a week after that like half a million like i think it's it would be i mean a, a component of, of being in you know, opera vocalist is you do have to act on stage sometimes. So. The funny thing is, is I just I'm not an act like it's like singing sure, is so yeah. different. But yeah, I know what you mean. And let's be honest, like a lot of the people on the show are faking it to some degree. And sometimes I think without even knowing it. Yeah, I think you fake it till you start to believe it. Yeah, at yeah a certain exactly. Point in time. Yeah, totally. 
but yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to be the person that's like, no, <laughs> I would have still left. I think that's very real, though, because, you know, you're not coming here telling people what you, you want them to think about you to make you sound so great. Like, I think that's it's something valid and realistic. Yeah. And at a certain point in time, like, sure, why not? I'll keep going. But yeah. And even if, I... especially when you think like we're both on the other side of this where you know the difference 100,000, 200,000, 500,000 followers makes in your life yeah. like it it's a big difference and it's, so and it's something that didn't exist really during your season no it didn't when did instagram start being a way that people like checked in on on your life you think because back then like we didn't have stories and i think that's how a lot of people like interact now is through like whatever snapchat kind of came first yeah but like stories now and the and posts are posts are actually like hard to you don't get much interaction there you know <sighs> Instagram was still up and coming for sure yeah. on my season. I think Andy Dorfman was the first to really start monetizing it. Okay. And she came from my season. So like it That's still true. took another season of her being lead to then start making it. For it to like, be something. Yeah. Um, so like when I was on it, I still didn't really... Like I had a private one, a private Instagram. And, oh, yeah. and some I should thank the person who told me this, but I don't remember who it was. But someone was like, you should make your Instagram public. Like you mm. might get some followers out of this. And I was like, what good is that for? <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's so naive. a totally different time. Why do you think? Why was it private before? Well, so my Instagram was private with my ex, mm. so we just would share photos with each other. It was before iMessage. Yeah, I mean, not to date myself, but like it was, you know, you weren't airdropping and, yeah. and iMessaging messages to each other. Also, he lived in London and I lived in Germany. It's mm. like it, I don't know. Like Instagram was the. I would just take a photo of something funny I saw with like a funny caption and only he would see it. So you would just like post it on. Yeah, on, your, Instagram, on Instagram and we only followed each other. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I think because I, I, I've like had this conversation with people and, and they're they have like a little bit different reason why they're they've been like private and stuff before. OK. And I think part of that's like the evolution um, where in like when you're in college or whatever and they're like just be you can't post anything on facebook or make sure everything is private and um and filter this 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 and this and this and this and i think there's like this weird thing that we do on the internet where we have like private where we're anonymous versions of ourselves, and then like real life versions of ourselves. yeah and i think it's kind of ruining how we interact with each other like i think all of it should be merged and public for everyone because to me, like our interactions with other people in person, mm-hmm. you go, you're there. That's you. Yeah. Right. But then on the internet, we get to have these like multiple personalities, yeah. and I think it's really like messed up. Yeah. How we treat each other sometimes because of that. Absolutely. The yeah. The anonymity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Of it. I think that might be the word. It is. No, but the word that I use, it's kind of annoying. Oh. Anonymity. Yeah, it's a good one though. Makes you but think the- of see an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just had that in your back pocket, ready to go. No, I just came. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the anonymity of it, you know, causes people to feel invincible. Right. There is no recourse for behaving like a monster, mm-hmm. which is messed up. And I also think then, like, we're taught because of that to be like maybe ashamed of going and having fun with people, and and that our bosses shouldn't be allowed to see that. Like that should be acceptable and fine for people, for humans to interact and go have fun. Yeah. And like they shouldn't be ashamed of that. But you also shouldn't be comfortable like flipping the camera off because that's probably something you really shouldn't do if, you know, you are, are you wouldn't do that in your normal life. Just like flip people off straight <laughs> yeah, to their face. So you know what I'm saying? It's true. <laughs> Although some maybe. I feel like Chad would do that in his real life. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We don't talk about him on the show. <laughs> you know, they, they asked me to go do this, that boxing thing that he's doing. And I was like, no, nope, I'm good. I don't want to participate in anything that's. One of my favorite moments from your season was I made a gif of you and I, I sent it to you recently. Mm-hmm. But um, was when you called him out and it made TV of like him ruining be, beyond, you know, messing with jojo and whatever was like him ruining the experiences of like the, of yours and like everyone yeah it which i really liked is it really pulled the curtain back mm-hmm. on how this is not just about jojo it's about this once in a lifetime very unique opportunity and experience 
and how it can be so ruined by someone like him. Totally. And I just was like, I just want to have fun that in the moment, with yeah. other people. Yeah. Like, this is weird. Let's just accept that it's weird yeah. and have fun. Yeah. 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 I do remember that because it was like I had started to, which is a dangerous trap to go down. I had started to like <laughs> Google stuff and see what people were oh, saying. Yeah. Ooh. And and I didn't really like... Everyone does it. Instagram wasn't quite a As big thing even during my season. It really was like halfway through our season that it started to even become something that people were like following us mm-hmm. for um also generally i find the men don't get less yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it makes sense i mean it's mostly women viewers there's maybe like two hotties like tyler <laughs> isn't that funny <laughs> that I, yeah the men get less and we have tyler c uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> um but i think i thank you uh, you know that's when i was like oh i like this charlene person i want to get to know her someday and here we are oh here we are in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. The first time we hung out was... Uh, Destiny. It was Destiny. The first time we hung out was... <laughs> On a double date. A double date. A hilarious double date. It was. We went <laughs> pumpkin... App, was it, No, it was... We pu- went to, we went a, to a, a pumpkin patch. This was Taylor's brilliant idea, it was, I've got to yeah. say. <laughs> I had never met her or you in person. And mm. I had ta- spoken with her here and there, like, you know, on iMessage. And... We're like, finally, we made plans for a double date. She's like, let's go to a farm. And I was like, yes, <laughs> let's go to a farm. And I still had a car and I like picked you guys up in my car. <laughs> we took us like a subway to, I don't know. Like Harlem somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in Harlem yeah. that was con- mutually convenient. And we drove an hour in a car together. We had never met. Mm-hmm. And it was a great day. I agree. <laughs> I got to meet Andy. Andy was like, I got to be honest with you. I thought I was going to hate this, but you're kind of an okay guy. <laughs> And I loved Andy for like how straight to the point he is with yes. just about everything. And he, he would definitely not say that if he didn't mean it. He doesn't bullshit with he people. He would just endure you that right. day and never want to hang quiet. out with you again. I, I, th- I think he and I had a, a really touching moment with the goats. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that. I do remember that because I have a photo. Do you really? Yeah. I should. Sh- oh my God. I, sh- I, have- I should send it to you. You guys you are. It's just the backs of the two of you uh, looking out. I think it was goats. goats. It might have been cows. No, I think it was goats. goats. I'm pretty sure it was goats. Anyway, it was very adorable. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, then you picked the Quasimodo pumpkin. Yes, I did. Derek had a heart for the ugly pumpkin. I like to do things that other people don't just because they don't. don't, It's just it's my toxic trait. I don't know. It's my (laughs) desire to just be different than other people. Yeah. Um, But yet also I'll be accepted at the same time way to do it so i want to bring up Andy because of that that's how my that's my intro to talking about him okay how did you guys meet it was love at first sight it's love at first talk of um i happened to sit and honestly it like it makes me a little uncomfortable to talk about how we met because it was so unlikely Mm. and it's not a comfortable feeling to know that something that was would change your life so drastically and for the better was something that was so close to not happening. Mm-hmm. It's very like sliding doors. Oh. Do you know what I mean? But do you believe in like the one then? No. So I don't think those two things <laughs> connect then. Well, not necessarily. Like I believe that there are probably a couple dozen, maybe a dozen people mm-hmm. that you can get along with to the maximum. Yeah. That, you know, you'd be lucky if at any point in your life you meet someone mm-hmm. of that maximum compatibility thank you for reminding me that i'm still single and probably (laughs) always going to be (laughs) oh my god i'm rolling my eyes so hard right now you of all people um but yeah i think that he is like my maximum you know compatible person there might be someone else out there with whom i am as compatible but you know would i also be attracted to them right would we ever meet and you know i mean back to like just how direct andy spoke to me like that's my favorite part about you guys your relationship is i think more than anybody else that i've ever uh any other uh, like relationship that i've ever watched from afar Mm -hmm. you guys are both just like 
always on the same page. Like always. Not, I don't mean like you that. You know what the key is? Yeah. Is to not be jealous. Okay. I really think people are just, I think they succumb to jealousy just way too easily. Like mm. it's such a knee jerk reaction. And I think him not caring about the bachelor stuff yeah. is a powerful component of that. Wouldn't you agree? Cause like you, you get a lot of attention and that can be for like the person who's not necessarily the main focus something that's like a jealousy thing mm. and it's but it's like a part of your life is the fact that people do know who you are and in various ways yeah and to him that's not important like that At attention all. right yeah but also interestingly andy's more extroverted and like the bigger personality out of the two of us True. and so i think it sort of balances out because socially i especially the bigger the group like the quieter i get and mm. so he balances me out that way and therefore like the sort of you know, weird fame that you get from Bachelor World, especially this many years after the fact. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a great support for that. He he doesn't need the attention he's getting. Although he's getting recognized a lot right? these days, which is hilarious. <laughs> he gets like stopped on the subway and stuff. Really? Yeah. That's He gets awesome. a real kick out of it. I love that. <laughs> He'll get a text like, I got recognized today. <laughs> what do you call him? The Jewish Richard Gere? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate that's i mean that's also a callback to halloween, halloween the other week yeah. yeah yeah when derek really phoned in a halloween costume just saying. i did i just like <laughs> bought a hat you must be called out on that uh, yeah. <laughs> i don't i do that every year because i'm just like i'll find something this will be easy and i wait until the last minute i literally got it like two hours before the that. irony is you had texted me almost a week before that party and you were like are you going to Eliza's Halloween party? And I was like, <laughs> it's costume dependent. I don't, we don't have anything yet. And mm -hmm. you're like, you have a week, Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> see, exactly. All I need is a couple hours, personally. <laughs> I just wanted to see you guys. It had been too long. Yeah. Okay, what is it about Andy that drew you to him so much? What's your, since, <sighs> since okay. this is, we're covering The Bachelor, what's your, what was like the connection? Okay, yeah, I never really answered you on how we met. Like I happened to sit next to him at a fundraiser there was just one open seat. It was really rainy outside. I had two girlfriends cancel on me. His friend canceled. It was the kind of thing where it was really weird that we were both there at the same time. It was mm -hmm. the kind of night where you just cancel because it was a trek. It was shitty weather. Yeah. Your friends aren't with you. Like, I don't know what it was, but I was like drawn to go out and just like have a night by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's not something. Yeah. And he did the same thing. Oh. Yeah. It was just really uncommon that way. So is that like a, this has to be meant I to don't, be or something i'm torn because i don't believe in that stuff and i'm like very pragmatic you cannot can believe in it and still also like it seeps into it, your it's subconscious funny it may, it, maybe andy and i are both the same this way we're like we don't believe in that 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 fate doesn't exist the one doesn't exist you know like all that stuff but at the same time we're like but how we met <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's this yeah. sort of yeah dichotomy <laughs> what you tell but don't don't do as i do not as i say yeah, or whatever exactly <laughs> exactly yeah but what drew me to him He's so funny, as you know. Well, he was like, he did stand up before, right? Yeah. yeah. He's just the funniest person I've ever met. And he, he'll, he'll just go there. Like, mm -hmm. he's pretty good at gauging his audience and knowing whether it'll be well received or not. But like his humor is sometimes just like so weird and sick <laughs> and offensive. And he'll just go there. And you'll either double down laughing or you'll be like that's really offensive mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean and i happen to fall in the first category there you go yeah make her laugh and make her laugh i think this is the key whenever women are like oh you know i like this guy he's xyz he's six two has all his hairs you know has this kind of job and he i feel i feel attacked right now <laughs> <laughs> are you six two yeah <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> well, I just have girlfriends that'll, you know, there's a guy that's just like, you know, they should be really into, but they're kind of just lukewarm. But they can't figure out what it is. Yeah. They yeah. Can't, and then I'm always like, is he funny? Mm -hmm. And then that's when they're like, no. Mm -hmm. If he were funny, like, that makes all the difference. Same thing. No, but like that, I think that works both ways. I want to laugh and I like people that make me like think outside of the box. And I think a lot of humor comes from like outside of the box thinking. Yes. So that that's a huge attraction to me too. I yeah. totally understand that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're unique snowflakes. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think we we're all like, look, this is the the world can be a harsh place, and somebody that can make me laugh and that makes me feel positive and have fun. Yeah, that's it. Someone such a you want to feel like a kid with. Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back when 
there was no expectations on us and we could just enjoy totally. life. Yeah. Yeah. I, with Andy, I feel like a kid again. Like we'll just laugh and we can spend the whole day together and just not get sick of each other, which is weird. <laughs> we Aww. joke that like hanging out with each other is like hanging out with ourselves. Oh, wow. You know, which, which sounds really vain. <laughs> I think, but I think that's, that comes back to like what I said originally about the way that I, viewing you guys from afar, like you guys always seem to just be on the same page and not, and, and, and go with each other when, when it's like when one person wants something and like you just get it, like why they're thinking that way. Yeah. Maybe. He's a bit better with that than I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because I'm the one that he'll be like, let's, we're going to go to that party that you said you would go to. And I'm like, I don't want to go anymore. Mm. <laughs> He's like, please. Is this Halloween again? Uh, <laughs> Halloween was different because it was my, my friends. But yeah, I'm, I'm more introverted. And so yeah. at the 11th hour, I'll be like, I, I want to stay in my jammies mm. and watch Netflix. And he's the one that she tried to do that to me this morning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about opera. Let's like seriously, that is one of the most unique things, and I think that's why people like talk about it so much. There's got to be hardly like a thousand opera singers on the planet. Oh, there's so are, like, many more than that. Professional <laughs> singers. I'm just making a number up. Okay, so how do you? How does one become an opera singer? Oh, Derek, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's hard. You. I think, you, you know, you're sort of sing. this is my path anyway. Some people will take a different path. But for me, it was like an extracurricular activity I did when I was still in high school mm -hmm. and younger. And then it comes a point where you're applying for schools. And my voice teacher at the time was like, I think you've got what it takes to like really make a career out of this. You mm -hmm. should at least audition. So I auditioned for a bunch of schools and got in to some of them and, you know, when then you know when you get a scholarship to a good school and you get in you're kind of like well this is what i'm doing now yeah because yeah. you're at that point you're not like oh well i did i want to go into graphic design <laughs> you right. know what i mean like at that point you're like maybe i really do have what it takes if i didn't i really have always been like this for better or for worse i have never been the kind of person that's like i have to sing or else i'm never mm. like i'll die but i was like i'll audition for schools and if i get in with scholarships to sh prove that i'm like good enough to get a scholarship then I'll like give it a go. I think there's a lot of power behind that though, because that's how most people go. Like it's a creative art. Absolutely right. Singing is often put in the same vein as like any sort of art. Mm -hmm. But like most of us go to college not knowing what we're going to do. And then we're like, okay, well, I guess I'll do this now. Yeah. Right? There's not anything bad about that. Yeah. I also think we overstate passions and like that's absolutely. such a thing in the, in any sort of you know, creative world. Oh, I'm doing this because I yeah. have such a passion for it. <laughs> yeah. And it sometimes like makes me feel shitty about working for a bank, you know, but then I have to like, when you take again, a step back from it. Hmm. Okay. There's very few people who are actually doing what like they're most passionate about. And a lot of times Absolutely. those are just like things we enjoy that we do. Um, as, uh, I'm, I'm can't find the word. Um, our hobbies. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that those are the things that you're drawn to and that you want to do because you're actually passionate about it. And like if that was the case, then literally everyone would be creative in some way or like work out. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, we would we would all be athletes and like singers artists. and artists. Uh, yeah, like yeah. that's all we would ever do. But the truth is like the world has to go around it, and it does. there's nothing wrong with and that. And I'd be lying if I said that singing like I have moments where I love singing and have moments where I think it's my passion, but I'm going to be honest, most of the time, like anything can feel like work. Totally. If it's something you have to do at a certain level mm -hmm. and, you know. Especially if you're professional. Oh my God. Like I work my ass off with singing and it's not like every minute of it, I'm like, oh, it's my, you know, I'm living my dream. It's usually like, this is really frustrating. Yeah. Like when I'm thinking about my, my tongue position and my jaw and my soft palate, like, that's not like, oh, it's all in the pursuit of my passion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I have no idea how any of those impact <laughs> singing. But so. They do more than you would think. But in general, you know, it's something that I, it's sort of become my mm -hmm. life. But I would be like, I sometimes fantasize about a life where I'm not on the Wouldn't road have been all the part time. Of it. Yeah. yeah, that's got to be so hard. So being yes. an opera singer, I feel like half the time you text me, you're like, are you're you somewhere else? Yeah. That's what my first question is like, hey, are you in town? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. How does that like, 
is that a was that a thing at first that you really loved? Has that changed? Has it evolved over time? In the beginning, you're like, oh, I get to I get paid to travel. Right. This is awesome. And then after a while, you're like, oh, actually, this sucks. <laughs> like, I hate living out of a suitcase. And you make new friends, you know, where you go, you have a, ca- a cast you work with, and then you're together for three to five weeks, and then you pack up and go. It's like all these temporary, mm-hmm. like little bubbles. And then you go back to real life. But what's hard about that is you just don't build on the friendships and relationships and the life that you have mm-hmm. at your real home. You right. know, it's hard. Yeah. Well, and you're very good at, oh, I think you. you're very good at doing it when you're here. So I like, you. you know, that's. Um, it's definitely the kind of thing where, unfortunately, the more, like the more success you have, the less you're home. Mm-hmm. So there's also that catch 22 of like, oh, I want more work. I want to be more successful. And it also means that, oh, I won't be home for all these months. Those are the two things that are so intriguing. Like do, do people who do this their whole lives, like do they travel with their partners? How does that? I mean, this is the, in like, some cases, uh, it's a constant concern and especially when kids are involved. Right. Like the singers that I know who are really, really busy, um, like they don't even have apartments. They have wow. storage space in the city. And no then when way. they're here, they'll like sleep on a friend's sofa for a week and do a couple of auditions, take a lesson, whatever, and then get back on the road and mm-hmm. just like trade out their clothes for the next season. And where do most auditions happen? Most of them happen here. Mm-hmm. It's the best place to be based for sure. Gotcha. You're asking so many good questions, Derek. <laughs> I guess I just, to me, like opera is such a unique thing because I don't think anybody that like is a, has a good voice goes, I want to be an opera singer. It's such a classic thing. You know, it's, it's very, it's, it's not like as timely people now they're like, well, I want to make money and yeah. I want to be a pop singer yeah. and be famous. Right. But you were like, no, I, I, I'm going to choose to be. I wish I could take credit for that. It was really my voice that decided. Like, my voice is very operatic and nothing else. Like, I have some friends that'll sing some opera and then they'll do some musical theater. Like, they do more crossover. Mm -hmm. You know, they have their karaoke songs. Like, I have a very... What is your karaoke song? Hopelessly Devoted to You from Greece. Oh, wow. And I'll belt it. But it's really not... Like, I'm a way better opera singer than I am a pop singer. (laughs) Like, I just don't... It's not really my voice. Like, I have a very specific voice type and... It's like, it's what I do, you know, very specific. So that's everyone, go find your karaoke song that is your voice. Quit trying to force Yeah. Don't yeah. Stop Believing" for the 1,000th time. I, I can't wait to hear that. Oh, I hear you went to karaoke the other night. I did go to karaoke. Did you sing Don't Stop Believing"? No, Ugh. I don't remember. I sang uh, a Red Hot Chili Peppers song because that's good, kind good. of always in my range yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Classic. And then, I don't know, I, I like, the, there was like duets and stuff and I grab it. I don't just read the Did you do words. Summer Lovin'? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like I think I could do that though. right now. I thought I could. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. Too. Yeah. Okay, well talk to us about All the Pretty Pandas before we wrap up. Oh, uh, my blog. Because we kind of alluded to it, but that's like, how do you continue to, you know, you were on the show and you continue to, I think, still like be so interested in it. And so many people, like their interest fluctuates. Mm-hmm. How do you stay where you're going to go every week? You're going to keep uh, being interested. It's a combination to the of point like, where you're going to like assess it. Too. I know. Well, you understand this. I know. Derek and I have commiserated on Monday nights about you know, missing out on viewing parties or sort of turning down plans or just sort of generally bemoaning the fact that we have to well, you have actually to like, pay attention. Right, you have to pay active attention. Yeah. You can't just like Oh, like I take notes. And, exactly. Like lots of notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you understand fully. I mean, yeah, I because could, it becomes a job in it, many ways. Everything becomes, yeah. We work so hard for you. I, know. <laughs> I mean, not to go there, but I really think if I didn't have so many readers and and like fans of my recaps, I would have quit by now for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like you create this little community of people that watch the show the way you do, or if they don't, they like respectfully mm-hmm. have, you know, a different perspective. And it's just a neat family of people that, you know, like, and the, the, and in the comments, they'll show up like familiar names right. over the years. Yeah, you start to get to know people. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, there's like a couple commenters that like, I look forward to their comments mm-hmm. to know what they're going to say. And then, of course, their comment will spawn another thread of comments. And it's just like this, I don't know, it's like kind of this monster that has spawned, but I, I can't quit yet. <laughs> but do you like, do you really enjoy the writing, though? Is that like something that... 
I really enjoy. I think everybody's like, I'm going to start a blog, and then they write two articles, yeah. and then they stop, right? Yeah. But like you've been consistent with this for years. Yes, <laughs> I'm way more consistent with it than the other aspects of my blog. I guess it forces you to like. There's a deadline, you know this. Like, mm-hmm. there's like you got to get it up there because next week there's a new episode, right. and it sort of forces you to work quickly. And I, I really love analyzing this show. I think it's fascinating. Did you watch it before you went on? Uh, I hadn't before I was told that they wanted me to be on the show. And then I was like, you got to give me a couple of days. Okay. And I went and I went on Amazon Prime and I got <laughs> like the last, the, the last two, ep- whatever, seasons. Seasons, yeah. I watched like the first three episodes. So you watched each. Andy's? I watched, and yeah. Chris Souls? No, I didn't watch. I watched The Bachelorette because I was like, this is a show I'm Oh, okay, on. fair. Um, Andy's and... Andy's and Caitlin's. Caitlin's. Okay. Yeah. I watched them both, the first three episodes because I was like... I could probably make it to like episode two, maybe. That was Isn't that my so cute? Thought, That's what everyone mindset. thinks when they go on. That was what I thought too. I was like, I'll probably go home night two or like night one or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Right. And so, so I just wanted to see how does this go at the beginning? And I saw how like very not focused it was on one individual person. And it actually alleviated my worries where I was like, well, what if I said something wrong? Mm-hmm. And they're bouncing to everybody at, in the first couple of episodes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I could do this. This is fine. <laughs> and, that, and then I called and I was like, yes, I'll to the show so were you having any kind of like a person like were you newly single or was there anything going on in your life where you were like i need an adventure i need change i want I need this a change experience. yeah so I, i'd been on and off with somebody for like six years at that point okay and um i wasn't really like loving my job at the time mm-hmm. and I, I had to quit for it i was in the world of finance you know yeah um and for because it was like oh I could be gone for one week. I could be gone for 10 weeks. You don't <laughs> it's know. It's hard to explain that <laughs> I to did ask. Yeah. And the HR people were like, um, no, well, you can't just be gone for an undetermined <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> yeah, with no communication. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, but I went, okay, you know what? It's time for a change in my life. Like I'm going to, this is going to be the clean cut to these things that I'm not feeling so sure about and we're going to move and evolve. Yeah. I relate to that. And then I've learned that that's just a part of being an adult. (laughs) Yeah. But it is a fun, it adds this whole other like sidebar to your life, especially your social life. And honestly, great friendships with people and not not that- In what world would we know each other? None. Yeah. It's cool. It is cool. I like it. It's something little that can like give you a hook with people that you just like, you get each other a Mm -hmm. little bit and the things you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. And just unique- I mean, the events and, you know, the people that you meet that you would just, Never in what meet. world? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they, they know who you are. <laughs> like in some, It's just so weird. You deflected my question about all the pre- pretty pandas Oh, sorry. Well. I'm so bad at self-promotion. I'm like, <laughs> let's not talk about my blog. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. No, I, I love my blog. And, and yeah, I, I love my too. readers. I Go <laughs> read you. it. Thank you. Um, I had addition... a party recently, which you were so sweet to come to. Yeah. My five-year anniversary exactly. party. Exactly. I can't believe I had a blog, blog for five years. That's and it crazy. was a huge party. There's a lot of great people there. Yes. So much support. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we love you, Charlene. Um, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me, Derek. That was fun. I almost forgot. Everyone, Kay especially, I'm not going to forget. Please go on to whatever podcast app you have, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Weren't you supposed to do this at the beginning? <laughs> for the best one. I don't know. I feel like this is an end thing. Usually Kay does it like seven times throughout the episode. Oh, I'm good. gonna I'm hitting it once, but I'm going to say it twice. <laughs> Please go on, rate, review, and subscribe. Share with your friends. Uh, tell people we're coming back soon, full-fledged, for the next season of The Bachelor. Um you know, don't listen to what JPJ has to say. This is a good place. We're fun people. Go on the Facebook group. There's 6,000 people there now. It's crazy. Wow. Like, speaking of um, of like communi- Readers and, community, yeah, community and everything. Yeah, yeah it's so crazy. Uh, and that's it from The Bachelor for this week. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Betches.